how are we doing and welcome to the dedicated transform your body mind and life podcast this week we're going to be talking about classes boot camps these hit sessions a little bit of crossfit um so quick disclaimer if you're a snowflake you probably won't like the reality here you won't like this one um that being said we know plenty of people in the industry industries um you know it's not directed at anyone we're just putting the facts out there for people um, obviously, we've got to get a lot of listeners, listeners on this. A lot of people are brand spanking new. A lot of people who are, can easily get sucked into certain things that they see. So we just want to put the truth out there and facts out there so people can make you know a calculated decision themselves based on which route they want to go down. So, firstly, this one is about you know why these boot cla- uh, boot camps and classes and hit sessions and what CrossFitters would call wads or detriment or from, from nine times out of 10, why they're detrimental to your overall goal. Now, CrossFit aside, because it is a performance sport, we will go into that. Um, most of the people who attend these classes and boot camps and hit sessions are, you know, typically from what we see, the typical mums, you know, females, they, they want to lose a bit of weight. Um, they just don't know how to go about it. And these classes sell because they look exciting. The environment is usually quite a nice, lively environment. We get that. There's usually decent music on. You know, everyone's jumping around. Everyone's lively. Everyone's getting a sweat on. Everyone's heart rates for the roof. It sounds appealing. Now, your average Joe will think that's what's needed to progress, to lose body fat, to tone up, to get stronger, to get fitter. It's almost, almost the opposite. A lot of people think there's a correlation between getting a sweat on and, and getting progression. They think the same with their heart rate as well. It's it's not as simple as that. What a lot of these people don't realize is them going to these classes most of the time is actually more detrimental than them not going to the classes. And what I mean by that, and we've seen it multiple, like so many times, it's unreal. You, these classes, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but it's the truth. Fitness instructors are the lowest or the least experienced people in the fitness industry, their level two qualifications are literally the first step. They're least experienced, least qualified, and they don't have any nutritional knowledge. Same as level three PTs, in case you didn't know that, the average PT doesn't know shit about nutrition. Uh, but going back to instructors, um, that being said, they sell the excitement, they sell the hype, but in the moment, that short-term satisfaction, and we get it, we get why people get sucked into it, that short-term satisfaction sucks people into it you know the music the environment the people around them is great now from a mental point of view if you need that then that's great you keep what you're doing like this you know stop listening you you don't need to listen to the rest of this but most people as far as we know from what we see like we have a big following we have a lot of people get in touch so we're saying some experience most people who attend these types of classes they initially go there because they want to be fitter and want to be stronger and want to look better and be more confident. But they get sidetracked and sucked into the hype of that short-term satisfaction of the class. And what they don't realize is the long-term effect of that pulls them away from their goal. Most people end up with sore shoulders or dicky joints because of all the burpees and all the box jumps and tuck jumps and it's a lot of momentum. Like people think they're doing themselves a favor. There's a lot of momentum, a lot of jumping about. It's shot to the joints. The muscles, not necessarily switch off, but the muscles take a lot less of the brunt and the joint takes the hit. Any aggressive change in direction, nine times out of 10, the joint will take the hit. As well as that, 
they have big spikes in energy expenditure and big crashes after it. Hence why these people rarely change, but like their, their bodies rarely progress. They go home and eat shit. Um, and they don't have any nutritional information to help them or knowledge to help them. Therefore, it's even worse rather than having a steady level of expenditure throughout the day, which is always going to be more beneficial because it's more consistent. Your body responds and reacts better and it regulates a lot better than these spikes in energy expenditure. Um, it's just, it's, we see a lot of people fall into this trap and it's annoying to see. And unfortunately, they, they, the names of these classes, it's, we, we see the word blitz and burn and body attack and body combat. They try and make it sound exciting. Um, and it, it's, it's really not, it's, it's just, it's really detrimental to your overall goal. But like I said, if your overall goal is to mentally feel better in the moment, then that's fine. Like I said, usually, rarely that's the case. People want to be a better version of themselves. Um, and they don't realize that they're giving up that short term, they're giving up their long term goal for that short term satisfaction. If they knew the damage that it does and how they're actually going to be further behind, they wouldn't do that. They would do it right from the start. We've had plenty of people, you know, we, we get loads of inquiries, you know, we're, we're almost 600 now. And a lot of people, you know, said they've, they, they tried the classes first and it didn't work and they want to, you know, they want to get a coach. And a lot of these people I spoke to before and, and told them, and it's not, it's not from a, you know, we're not doing ourselves any favor here, favors here. We're, we're trying to help them out because what they don't realize is, if they're a blank canvas, it's a lot easier to work with. They don't have these negative emotional connection, uh, connections to things. You know, whereas if someone decides to go into a class and then comes back six months later, they will have sore joints. They will have realistically this mis misconception that they need to get a sweat on and they need to do cardio all the time and they need to have their heart rate for the roof and they need to watch the scales all the time and they need to be bouncing around. Like these are all things that make it harder for a coach to, to work with. Not only that, realistically because their cardio will be so high and their food will be so shit and there'll be a lack of resistance training in there it usually means they're in some sort of catabolic state where they've lost muscle tissue and they're retaining body fat essentially energy stores and that's a harder place to get someone out of not impossible it's doable we've done it and other coaches have done it as well it's just more work so it's essentially more work for that person and for that person's coach to get them out of that position, to get them back into a healthy, stable baseline to then progress from there. They would have been better off if they just didn't do that shit in the first place and started. Or even if they just took a break and didn't do the classes and then started later on. That is less work for them and their coach. So we're saying it to help these people out rather than them come back in a worse off position than when they started. And they could have been miles ahead of the game by now another thing we see a lot of is these dipshit influencers people from love island only ways essex whatever they don't even know the rest of the names everyone and the dog's trying to be a coach now and because most people are uneducated and inexperienced and they just see the highlight reels of other coaches they don't sell experience they don't sell knowledge they don't sell results they sell what they think looks good and gets them more likes which is usually jumping around in some tight shorts or some tight gym shark pants, showing their ass out on all the pictures um, or videos, right? These type of home hit workouts and whatever bullshit that they're selling, just, again, they don't work. They're even worse than the classes. Because um, at least at least most instructors in classes, even though they might not know how to help correctly, they do want to help these idiots online, jumping around a living room in some short shorts, are probably trying to make a name for themselves. Either way, it puts you in a shit spot. 
So they're either trying to show shit or they're, they're trying to sell shit at the end of the day. So going back to the classes and these types of workouts, you know, the hit sessions and, and the boot camps, there's no structure in them. And when I say structure, I don't mean a class that's planned out. I mean structure in the muscle groups, in opposing muscle groups, in letting certain body parts recover and rest whilst other parts are working. It's just a lot of momentum. It's a lot of a, a lot of wear and tear on the joints. And don't tell me that there's weights in there, so it's resistance training. Unfortunately, putting a five kilo bar on your back whilst doing 120 squats is not resistance training. It's a cardio workout. Um, that's not going to get you anywhere quick. Now, going back to the nutrition, a lot of people, again, don't realize that the food and the fuel that's needed before a workout, possibly during a workout, um, and realistically after a workout, and for the remainder of the day, they're not educated in nutrition because they're unable to educate people in nutrition. Therefore, having huge spikes of energy expenditure whilst not knowing what you do with nutrition is only going to end up in a worse off position. You know, resistance training, and it's not, it's not about females getting big and bulky. It's not about throwing loads of weight around. You can do it with resistance bands at home if you want. It's not weight training. It's resistance training. Resistance can be manipulated. It can be created. It doesn't, you know, you don't need to be under a 400 kilo leg press if you don't want to be but there has to be some form of resistance training. And, it, and it's an intricate thing to do to program someone's workout. You know, the, the movements, the exercises, the amount of sets, the rep ranges, the rest times, the training days, the, free, the frequency, the rest, uh, you know, it's, it all falls in place. And you're seeing more and more of these hit sessions and, and there's so many of them. And it's just the way that they're made. It's just, it, we hate seeing people go through that process and, end up further away. And, and what people don't realize is you only have so much mental bandwidth to put into something, to commit to something. And, you know, we see we see it a lot. People might have a few months of trying in them, even a few weeks for some people. There's only so much you can invest before seeing a result. And if you don't see a result, people tend to give up. And then naturally, subconsciously, they, they feel like that about anything or any other coach or any other process. They won't give it a chance because they've been fucked over essentially. And because of that, they lose out on their goal, which we hate to see people losing out on their goals. People having or thinking that there's this limitation above their head where in reality, there's not. They've just been misdirected or been given the wrong information or been given the wrong direction. It doesn't mean that they have to give up on their goal, providing it's a realistic goal. Now, we skimmed over like WODs before. Now, again, I know I rant a lot about CrossFit. I love watching the CrossFit games. I love it from a performance sport, from, from a body composition point of view. You know, we're just chucking burpees in everything. Literally burpees over this, burpees over that, burpees on top of this. It's a lot of shit, right? It's basically, it's a glorified hit session is what it is. Olympic lifting aside, which I like watching, powerlifting aside, um, from a performance base or a performance sport aside, the rest of it's a lot of shit. Um, unless you are training for performance, unless that is your niche, then, then fine. You know, I'll take that back. Uh, but again, from a body compositional point of view, um, it's a waste of time and people shouldn't compare themselves to, you know, like the, these top athletes that you see in the CrossFit games. Matt Frazier, for example, I love watching the guy, a lot of respect for the guy, but your average CrossFitter at the local CrossFit box around the corner is realistically not going to look like him. Um, so uh, going back to what we were saying before, you know, longevity is a big thing of this as well. Um, it's not just in the heat of the moment. It's not just the the short-term satisfaction, it's making sure that you can maintain 
this, and I don't just mean mentally, mentally is, is one way of it, yeah, but your body needs to be able to maintain it. You know, it's no good having a, a great workout or a really aggressive hit session one day, and then you being on your ass for the next three days, uh, sore with doms, you know, sore knees, sore shoulders, unable to train, because the juice essentially wasn't worth the squeeze. There has to be a balance in between what you can recover from, what you can progress from. You know, you, yes, you need to create stimulus on your body, but you can essentially overtrain. If you create too much stimulus, your body's not going to give you that adaptive response. It's going to do pretty much the opposite. So you've got to learn when to put your resistance training, when to put your cardio in, what type of cardio, how aggressive that cardio needs to be for that individual. We've got some clients who are nurses, for example, their expenditure is so high with their jobs that their training day cardio is literally just walking around. It's just relaxed, indirect cardio. Whereas we might be working with accountants and people who are sat behind a computer all day, you know, they might have to do some more aggressive cardio. And when we say aggressive, aggressive in the sense of, again, like I said before, the juice has to be worth the squeeze, something that we can get the calories burnt in, but that's not going to cause us any detriment. That's not going to pull us away from training days, away from recovery, away from, from sleep, you know, away from progressing your lifts. Um, you know, you can, you can increase the intensity slowly. It doesn't mean you have to start smashing out burpees and doing hit sessions. Now, spin classes are a little bit different because I'm sure some people are thinking that spin classes are actually low impact on the joints, right? Now, yes, you do have a high expenditure, so you will still get the spike and the crash. However, without the detriment of sore joints, um, that a class would have so it's the lesser of two evils again not the biggest fan but it is the lesser of two evils now if your goal is to do that if your goal is to you know if you if you like cycling then by all means you know again it's it's for your goal but if from a body composition point of view you know losing body fat getting stronger feeling fitter um you know, looking better being more confident you're not really going to get that so take that into account when choosing the type of cardio it's not just cardio, it's not just resistance training, it's not just nutrition, it's choosing the correct cardio, it's choosing the correct resistance training for you, it's choosing the correct nutrition for you. And once you've, once you've picked that, it's not just a case of it's fixed, that's it. It's a case of that sweet spot that you've just found will change as your body adapts, as your external circumstances adapt, as you lose body fat, as you gain muscle, as you become lighter, whatever it is this sweet spot then moves so you have to chase it down again which means what worked for you two months ago might not work for you now so you may have to change your cardio you may have to up the intensity you may have to change your nutrition you may have to tweak your training these things are not fixed you know you've got to you've got to learn to utilize each of these you've got to learn to how, how to make them coexist with, with each other for the best possible result in that moment in time and be aware and mentally prepared that that sweet spot will will realistically change and has to be chased down again. Um, I'm going to quickly skim over trackers as well. And a lot of people we see all the time, people taking pictures of their Fitbits and their Apple Watches. Uh, you know, I've burnt a thousand calories in this session and blah, 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 whatever. Um, it's not a good way of looking at things because again, these people are the same type of people who typically have an obsession with calories. We see it quite a lot. You know, they think because they've burnt this amount of calories that they can eat this. You know, I've burnt 200 calories. I can go and eat a Snickers bar now because that 200 calories is completely interchangeable with the Snickers bar. Like, fuck it is. It doesn't work like that, unfortunately. And whether people know this or don't know this, they subconsciously do it and they think it's, 
acceptable, maybe a harsh word, but they think it's acceptable to eat certain things because in their head, they've subconsciously already burnt that item off or they are going to do a class later on in the day and burn that item off again. Now, a calorie is a calorie, but not all utilize, uh, sorry, not all calories are utilized the same way, which means it's not going to be the same calories. So you can't look at it like that. And again, what we've seen in the past is people who, who look at these calories are so obsessed with them. And it's, it's okay to be obsessed with something. But if you're obsessed with the wrong thing or an inferior product or an inferior way of doing things, you're doing more damage to yourself. Um, you're doing more damage to yourself than, than good. So it's fine if you want to track calories. That is, that's okay. Just bear in mind it is an inferior way of doing things. Um, we'll go into more detail about that but it isn't an inferior way of doing things. Um, but what makes it worse is if you're tracking calories through your cardio, uh, through a class without the appropriate nutrition, nutritional knowledge. Now we do have some clients that track their calories, but it's through like indirect cardio, it's through relaxed cardio. There is no spikes in, in expenditure. There's no energy, huge energy demands and drops and increases because it's quite level throughout the day or it's a slow pace, what we class as relaxed or indirect cardio. That is completely different, me saying to someone, burn 300 calories on the treadmill versus go burn 300 calories in a stupid class where there will be spikes in energy, there will be big drops, there will be a huge demand on your body in a short period of time, big crashes that follow. And then again, like we said before, the damage to joints and whatnot. So like we skimmed over before, you know, you, you only have so long that you can go down a route. You want to see the return on your investment, whether that investment is time, money or effort or all three. And if you don't, the longer you go down that route, the more disheartened you get, the more damage it does to your body, the more damage it does to you mentally because you're less likely to want to continue or, or change your route for the correct route. It, it just does more damage end of the day. You know, and, and again, going into that catabolic state, people don't believe, I say this a lot, I genuinely say this a lot, it is much easier for someone to come on board whilst being overweight and unfit than it is for someone to come on board who's forced themselves to be catabolic by doing too much cardio or not eating enough food or the correct foods. Um, they're in a worse off position because it's much harder to regulate that person's body, put them onto a, a steady baseline then to progress from there than it is for someone who's overweight. And genuinely, that is the case. I'm not just saying that. I say that at least three, four times a week to different people. Um, and that's, that's the truth. So hopefully, this has just given some people a bit of a light bulb moment. Uh, I know a lot of people who follow will be either into classes or like the idea of a class. And again, I'm not trying to pull you away from it because you might mentally need to be in that class jumping around. But like I said at the start, most people's goal is not to be in a class jumping around. Most people's goals, especially when it comes to body composition, is to be a better version of themselves, a fitter version, uh, a leaner version, a stronger version, a healthier version, a more confident version. They just think or they get sidetracked into this, this one route or this one idea and actually pulls them so far away from their goal that they pretty much forget their goal. They, they don't make the correct steps to get to their goal. Don't forget your 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 day to days, the boxes that you tick, they need to align with your goals if you want to hit your goal. If your goal is to be in a class, then do that. That's fine. If that's your goal, who am I to say otherwise? If your goal is, like we said before, to, to be a better version of yourself, stronger, fitter, faster, leaner, whatever, you know, more confident, then you have to align what you do day by day. 
you know, then boxes that you tick have to be aligned with that goal. So make sure you make the right decision. Hopefully from this, this podcast, you, you've got enough information there to make a calculated decision on, on the route you want to go down, you know, what you want to do, how you want to do it. Uh, again, it's, this isn't to pull someone away from this or push someone into that. It is genuinely just to put the information out there on the table, let you make the you know, calculated decision and, and you can make your own decision. Um, you know, hopefully get some light bulb moments from it. Um, and, you know, again, no disrespect to anyone, but we're blunt, we're black and white, you know, end of the day, we're not here to be anyone's friend. We're here to give information and give knowledge and, you know, put some of our experience out there. So hopefully that did give a few light bulb moments. Um, but if anyone's stuck, you know, if anyone's still umming and ahhing on the fence, not sure what to do, feel free to drop a DM, send a message over, put something in the comments. You know, we always get back to everyone one by one. Hopefully we can we can help out. You, know, you may have a specific circumstance that we can go through. You know, obviously this is this is quite general based on our experience of other people. It may not be relevant to you. Um, that's pretty much it. It's a bit of a longer one today, 20 minutes long. Like I said, if anyone if anyone needs a hand with anything, if anyone if it relates to someone, feel free to send a message if you know someone who this might help or someone in that in that environment, in that boat. Uh, you know, you can tag them, you can send them a link. They can have a listen. You know, it's always appreciated. Uh, but until next time, I'll catch you guys later.